0: Yep, Mr.
1: Pop. <laughs> if men swoon when I walk in a bar, look, they're only human.
2: This is Rock and Roll, your weekly shot of sport and music with Kevin Hillier, Brian Mannix, and Mark Fine. The record button has been hit and the program has now started officially. Welcome, gentlemen, start your engines. This is Rock and Roll. My name's Kevin Hillier. With me, as always, Brian Maddox. Vroom, vroom. Mark Fine. (laughs) Vroom, vroom. (laughs) We're just talking about V8 Supercast before I hit the record button. That is the pissiest intro (laughs) ever, ever. (laughs) Uh, vroom vroom, vroom, vroom. That's what you've got. Start your inches. What did you give me? You left (laughs) me nothing. (laughs) you could have gone a bit bigger than vroom, vroom. I was nearly going to do an ad for Murkoff. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Uh, welcome to the show. Lots to get through, lots to talk about cricket and football and uh, you know. Collingwood footballers and uh, and Tiger Woods and, uh, goodness gracious, and the and some sad losses in the in the world with the, um, what are we calling it, Brian? The Death Eliza.
0: The Death Eliza. Bam, bam, bam.
2: And our chart is April 28th, 1988. Now, we have had some of these songs before, so uh, it is, uh, and we're, we're going to sort of find that when we go back over charts, but we try and space them as much as we can. But there's some stuff in this that I'd completely forgotten about.
1: Interesting chart.
2: Yeah, I have to say, and Brian, you've just spent the weekend there. This is the the chart we're doing this week is uh, April 28, nineteen eighty eight. It's the S A F M chart, the number one FM station in Adelaide. Adelaide always had different charts from as long as I can remember.
0: Yeah, I work in Queensland. Did too. yeah, they um, did.
2: They absolutely did. Did you chart better in South Australia or Queensland than you did in Melbourne?
0: Um... We charted better in Queensland and South Australia than we did in um, – Sydney. Sydney. And certainly Perth was always hard to get to get up because they just – you know, be two weeks behind everything, stuff up your national average. Yeah. But um, but no, Adelaide
2: um, – Was Adelaide good to you? Good-
0: yeah, Adelaide was good to us, yeah. and uh, and so was Queensland. Queensland was very good to us. And, you know, songs like My Girl by the Hoodagurus, that didn't even get played in Melbourne, but got thrashed up here. Yeah. And, um, yeah, certain songs broke through in certain states it didn't in others. So uh, good on you, South Australia.
2: Weird, weird, weird. Now, finally, uh, welcome. And uh, how are things at uh, Lenny's Fan feds in North Caulfield? Things going well?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, the hot weather... We're not a hot weather store, but we did okay. So, oh well, hasn't been too hot, but I'd prefer it to cool down. Now you're, less.
2: you're longer trading hours of shrinking. You're shrinking them back again now because daylight saving yeah, is yeah, about to expire. Yeah,
1: just, just go back to normal now, and all good, all good. No um, complaints
2: from the small business owner. Shit, what's happened to Australia?
1: Oh no, I, I will <laughs> say this. It, yeah, the rising price of food's squeezing everybody, and, you know, I've had to put anything that I make, all the meals and soups, I've kept the same price, I've worn it, but everything I buy in's gone up, you know, and people are, they're starting to buckle, I'm telling you.
2: Oh, no, it's hurting, it, it's it's hurting. It, it's, yeah, it's hurting.
1: It, it really is hurting everywhere.
2: Um, And and I have to admit, and I'm not picking on any particular supermarket, but, geez, the price gouging in supermarkets, things that should not ever, ever, ever change price um, are are being put up astronomically. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, you know, what they do is they, they, they take some items and, you know, well, look how cheap this is, but go buy a cucumber at the supermarket. It's a joke.
2: Oh yeah, I bought some veggies today—some carrots and uh, zucchini uh, and uh, and beans and snow peas. My God, Father! So yeah, sounds like a
0: sexy night at your joint, kid. <laughs> yes,
2: I'm coming tonight as a zucchini. What about you, Brian?
0: i oh, give me some of that carrot.
1: <laughs> I've I've always wondered that. What?
0: Oh no. Already. Uh oh.
2: It's, it's only early, right? The four minute mark of the show. And vegetables are about to disappear in places not, not called
1: crockpots. Yeah, but I have always wondered, you know, you go into a sex shop. Oh Jesus. And there's and there's a wall full of dildos and they're like a hundred bucks or a hundred and twenty bucks. And you go to a fruit and veg shop and they're selling the same sort of stuff for three dollars and two dollars. <laughs>
0: Well, there was, there was a great ad on TV where, um, uh, I don't know what it was for, but the girl comes home and or maybe it was a movie, I can't remember, but the guy's there and he's going, oh, your mum and dad are here. I've just made him some cucumber sandwiches. And she just has this look of horror on her face because, I don't know, she's obviously been using the cucumber. Anyway.
2: Right, in non-cucumber ways, um, which – Funny you should mention that because this is, uh, and Brian will, will get this more than anyone else. But I've been sent by one of Brian's good friends um, a photo a couple of times in the last few days of Brian in. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what sort of condition you're in, but in front of you is all these. Condiments.
1: And it wasn't things. it wasn't a It was a chimpanzee.
2: No, 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 no. This is this, we're going to get to that in a minute. Um, <laughs> of, a, uh, of a of a about an eight foot uh, an eight foot about an an eight inch corn cob that apparently has caused oh, some some dreadful yeah, consternation. Look,
0: they do they do terrible things to me um, when you get pierced. They bought me no, no. Look, they just want to set up my joints so that I look like the biggest deviant going. Well, they're going well. Well, they um, they bought me a a started off with they bought me a dick pump. Now, fortunately, I have never taken the dick pump out of its packet, so it's never been used. But it's it. But it was in the guest room, and then when. Maxi and Simone come up, they'd carry out, and they go, What's with the dick pump? man? I go, Oh, God help us. So look, it's not been opened.
1: And then Is that they is that in me- case you get a flat?
0: <laughs> well, I guess so. I guess I don't know. I'm not really au fay with said dick
2: pump. You can't exactly uh, call the RAC view finding. I mean, you know, it's not it's- but,
0: but but then they bought me a candle shaped like a penis, which Becky insisted on lighting up the other night. And then when it went out, you got little Allos, nearly three, running around with his dick in her hand. It's like, oh my god! And then, um, the topper was Phil bought up some corny. Looks like it's a dildo with a corn-like texture.
2: Look at your screens now, gents.
0: And he's yeah, there it is. And he sat. He sat down on the couch and gone. Oh, well since you got the side of the couch, you man? And it's like, no, he's just planted a there. Like, but you know, there's a whole lot of people here, so I just look like I'm just a freaking deviant. But anyway, funny oh. stuff. There you so, go.
2: So okay. that brings us to
0: Okay. Now, this is it's you just know, the
2: natural I, progression on this show.
0: Absolutely. And you know, like, you know, there's a lot of people very concerned about the environment. And you know, and I think we've I've made it clear that I'm a bit skeptical about the whole thing, and one of the things that they do about the environment is that you know one of the things you do to measure the environment is how many frogs you have
1: They're and not- if
0: they say, and if they say, well, you know if, you, if your frog population is down low, then they say, "No, the environment's in all sorts of danger." But there's been an expose movie about the frogs brought to you by the good people from Yoko's Pussy who are branching out into film now. Mm. And it shows a um well what's happened with a lot of the frogs, and I recommend people look at it, but the monkeys are raping the frogs. They're grabbing them, they're orally raping them. And um, I'd never seen anything quite like this before. Before, it was really funny because it's the zoo. It is this monkey with the frog on his hand and doing disgusting things at a furious pace, I might add. And you can hear all the kids going, Oh, what's he doing? And then mums go, He's raping that frog. <laughs> And so, you know, this was hugely hilarious to me. And then apparently this is not just a once-off event with the monkeys. There's another footage of, you know, this has been going on for 20 years, maybe longer, and the monkeys are raping the frogs, and I think that is giving a false impression of where the environment is at because the monkeys are raping all frogs, and I don't think the frog would be too well after what I saw. But I did send you guys the relevant information. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, I mean, the, it it brings up the age-old question, of course. Uh-oh. What came first, the monkey or the frog?
2: Yes. <laughs> oh, God. I'm
0: tipping it was the monkey. Um, I'm tipping I
2: it mean, was the audience.
1: Um, um, yeah, look, it was my favourite part of that video. Oh, God. And I don't even know if legally I'm allowed to watch it, but (laughs) the funny part is, like, it's only a young chimpanzee, so it's quite a cute little baby chimp, and then a bigger chimp comes, and the the, the little chimp scoops up the frog and runs away. You're not having my frog. I thought and and takes one it,
2: puts it underneath his uh, mattress in his bedroom. That's that's usually where young chimpanzees put their little pieces of adornment, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's right. And when,
2: I think one of them, when the monkey walks off,
0: he's still got the frog hanging off him. And it's like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. So anyway, the environment isn't as bad as what we thought because uh, monkeys are raping frogs and right. uh, that's, that's having a direct impact on our um, research.
2: And was the narration done by David Attenborough, as in the? Uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you, honest, God, truth, Brian. I have not watched it. No, I, I just, I just, I was, I was when I was talking to you earlier today, and you said I'll send it to you. My wife was in the room, and the look on her face, when because she could hear what you and I were talking about, the look on her face. I thought, if I watch that video. I will. I will live to regret watching that video for a number of reasons. One of be obviously just watching it anyway.
0: Well, you be in even bigger trouble if you bring a couple of frogs home. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Where are
0: we are
1: well, well, Look, look. I'm, I'm. It's pretty grainy footage. I'm not sure it was a frog. Could it have been a Collingwood footballer? No, it, was, it could have been a toad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if it was a cane toad, you can rub its back and get shit faced oh, at the same time. Yeah, that oh. stuff on
2: their back—that—that oh, they're they're nasty pieces of. Yeah, or think cane about coats. the
0: stuff in their mouth.
2: Uh, well, no, anyway, thanks. anyway, all right. all right. So we uh, we done with the David Attenborough now. We're moving on. Yeah, and it's here
0: where the monkeys and the frogs come together. Yes. Yeah, right. On, go on.
2: Thank you. Um, Next week on the no, well, well, let's let's talk about sport. <laughs> my God, Almighty! What uh, the cricket? Um, now I had to I actually had to tell Brian today what happened in the cricket because he missed it, and if you blinked twice, you would have missed the entire
1: Australian second innings. Finey. Well, first of all, I want to start, Brian. Did you watch the first innings?
0: Um, I believe my mate with the jumper went pretty good, made about eighty. He, he was
1: great. He was. Very unlucky. And he went out to one of the great catches. Was a good catch, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Rahul, uh, I think it was, who dived to his yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah,
1: One-handed screamer. Good catch. I want to tell you a story, Brian. I used to go to footy with a guy called Gary. He was a lovely bloke, but very early in Stuart Lowe's career, like five games in, Gary planted his flag and said, this bloke's no good, he can't yeah. kick <laughs> and then for the rest of his career, no matter what Stuart Lowe did, and I'm telling you, Stuart Lowe was a bloody champion. Yeah. I mean, at one yep. stage, at one stage he held the record for most marks in the AFL. And that those weren't the days when they tripped the ball around for a mark. No. You know, he was he, every mark he took was hard-earned. And yeah. he corrected his kicking as well. He kicked over 75 goals in a season once, or maybe 73. Um and he was one of St Kilda's greatest ever players. I mean, he's a he was a brilliant player, Stuart though. but no matter what he did, Gary would always go, Oh, anybody could have kicked five. He was on no one. Because <laughs> he, he planted his flag and he just would not back down off that hill. And in the end, everybody, you know, and this we we all Gary was one of the original animal enclosure members, you know. All oh, right. Yep. But, but we all thought he was bloody an idiot, to be honest. <laughs> um, well, now, I'm telling you, you look at Kawaja's record and you look at that Australian team and how fit they're going and mm. he's really one of the first picked. I mean, he's you've got to have him in that side.
0: How many Simply. did he make in the second and he's just out of interest?
1: Six. So here we go, six. but Six, but, Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: that's more that's more true to form for him. No, but, it's
2: not. Yeah. No, his last yeah. two years, Look, Brian, have been un- un-
1: unbelievably good. All right, so wow. I've decided okay. it's time oh, to right. address. It's a time to address the elephant in the room. I don't. If his name was Doug McKenzie, would you hate him so much? <laughs> I'd hate him more
0: because Doug McKenzie owes me twenty bucks from 1960s and <laughs> so I haven't got it back. <laughs>
1: um, that's, uh, a very, I, that's a clever answer. It's every time every time
0: I watch him, he does nothing. And then, you know, when I don't watch him, problem. he makes seventy. <laughs> well, maybe I'm the problem. And but I do agree with you that, you know, I have stuck my flag in this camp and there are more and more people just bombarding me. If he makes a score, my text machine goes berserk. So yeah, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll I need to ease one. up on him. Yeah. Yeah. Half a skyway's. International does, and <laughs> now everybody gets into me over Khawaj. It's all right, Brian,
2: cause I get because I get the spillover from what you can't take on your um, – <laughs> the, 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 they text me. No, look, I know, at the start, he was inconsistent. At the start, he didn't seem like he – but then he found his place in the team, and uh, my Jesus, uh, you're right, Fonny, when you stack him up against all the other blokes in the team at the moment, he is, if not first pick, bloody close to.
1: Well, you know, I mean, they they got <laughs> – I mean, Warner's surely that's – with the injury, he's gone back to Australia. Surely that's his last test. You would think so.
2: Has a fractured elbow from hey. all reports, a, a hairline uh, fracture of the elbow.
0: Didn't he make 200 about two innings ago? Oh, on the Boxing Day test, he made 200, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, but that's the only innings he's of any note he's made in about the last 20.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know if we've got much going around. I've been told – the name to watch for the future of Australian cricket, mm-hmm. and I don't know who he's related to, but he is related to someone. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not sure. Hang he's, on, I don't, a, I don't kid, know anybody related
0: called, to someone.
1: Is a kid called Calloway from? I guess I don't know Victoria. I think he's a son of one of the Calloways. The oh, footballer. one of the one of the Richmond football. I think so, but oh, okay. I'm, I've been told that he's the brightest batting prospect in the country.
2: They're they're talking up the the um the boy from WA who not the one who who won the um the Big Bash, but ha- is it Hardy? Yeah, I don't know. I think they were talking about him being. I think the camp the next Cam Green. He's a, you know what? I've someone needs to explain to me that squad we sent to India. Um just puzzles the hell out of me because Stark and Green were both unavailable for at least the first test and then probably past that. Swepson was there for the first test and then was flying out before the second test and now flying back for the third test.
1: And John- I, What they said about him, he can't be ready for the third test. Well, they're flying him back. Well, well, they said he, he went back to Australia to have a baby. Yeah. I mean, first of all, <laughs> first of all... Who's the father? <laughs> How um, did that happen? <laughs>
2: um, and then Hazelwood's got niggling uh, hamstring injuries. He's coming home now, but he's been there for the first two tests and hasn't been able to be selected. Ashton Agar apparently has got such shit house form in the nets that they actually flew a bloke from Australia out to go above him in the in the pecking order because his net form was so bad.
1: Which I've never heard of before in my life. Neither have I. Even I was a good net bowler. Well,
2: you know, uh, what are you What are you doing in the – half the time they don't bowl off 22 anyway. They bowl off about 18. They don't – spinners don't spin it because the batsman will just uh, – you know, if you're if you flighting the ball in the nets, the batsman will just whack you back over your head and you'll be, you know, getting, picking them up off the railway track for the next 15 hours. Yeah, so weird. it's it, – and now it looks like – Cameron Bancroft is going to be flown into India to play
1: in the next test. Oh, yeah. well, at least somebody can uh, – well, that'll give us – so he's been flown to fiddle with the ball, there. not well,
2: well, apparently they'll open the batting. He's the top uh, run scorer in the Sheffield Shield uh, for the season, so they reckon he'll get the uh, he'll get the jumper to go and take Warner's place. But then, you know what they'll do? They probably won't play him and they'll, they'll open with head. Um, Renshaw, who was supposedly injured – Gets subbed in when Warner gets subbed out,
1: and and he's going to be flown home because he went so badly. Well, he's going to be
2: flown home because I think he had a hamstring injury of some description prior to the yes. selection of this test. They said he wouldn't be considered. The next minute he's the concussion sub. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's there's got to be there's got to be players sitting in Australia who, you know, whether it's Marcus Harris or, uh, you know, whoever it is, um, goodness me,
0: maybe a monkey with the frog. Could be.
1: <laughs> um, I bankrupt. You, know, you. know who they should. You know who they should fly. Who? I've got two or three kids who work for me in the shop. They should fly them over. Yeah, and do. Well, I'll tell you one thing. They won't sweep for love nor money.
2: Oh. <laughs> Reverse, normal, you name it. They won't do. It. What it was seven, six or seven of our batsmen out in the second innings reverse
1: sweeping oh, look your sweep got by Cummins? that was a captain's that was a captain's knock first ball
2: oh yeah he's tried to swipe it over you know mid-wicket uh, the balls taken to the hit middle stumped didn't it it
1: was a joke um yeah. I mean La like saying, you can't blame him he got a he got a zooter, but a gazunder as we used to call him.
2: well Kerry got one of those in the first inning so Kerry got one that spat off the off the track and um from Ashwin I think it was um he got a beauty. You don't mind if they get if they get done by a terrific ball, no problem. Yeah. But when they're reverse sweeping them into their own stumps, that's like, you know, you might as well hit wicket, bold, uh, fine, off you go.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean eight
2: for twenty-eight
1: we lost in the second innings. Yeah. Terrible. Eight for twenty-eight. And like so many things, Brian, it all started with head. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's the only way to start. That's what the frog
1: <laughs> said. Um,
2: <laughs> now, now, the other, the other, obviously, um, uh, Jack uh, Ginnivan, the Collingwood footballer, Ginnivan, Ginnivan, doesn't matter. What happened? Um, oh, you haven't heard?
0: No, no, we don't get much AFL up here.
2: Okay, suspended for two practice matches and the first two rounds of the AFL season. Um, and now I've why? Got, well. Um, he wasn't actually caught. He, I think, he was. You fi- know, he was filmed. Yeah, he was filmed, and then that. that- uh, from what I can gather from the story I read, there was some the person who filmed in a toilet at Torquay, over the top of the toilet, filmed down him snorting a uh, something off a of a, a friend's keyring, a white powder off a friend's keyring. So then, from what I can gather from the story I read today, is that um, someone started shopping that footage around. And one of the TV stations went to Collingwood and said, uh, do you know well, about Seven this? Seven
1: did. Yeah. Well, what, what, it went,
2: Seven bought it. Oh, they did buy it. Okay.
1: Yeah. And Seven, of course, have a relationship with Collingwood that would transcend normal practice. So rather than show the footage, they did a special Channel 7 investigation And they basically said to Ginovan, first of all, how do you pronounce your name? And secondly. (laughs) He went,
2: Jack. (laughs) No, we meant your surname, you dickhead.
1: Secondly, secondly, (laughs) they said, look, um, full confession because we've got the footage. So he confessed on on air. Yep. Didn't say what the substance was.
2: Now, they have said, said, though, haven't they? It's ketamine or something. Ketamine. 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 Ketamine.
1: Yeah, well,
0: yeah. it's not good. It's not good for you. I don't think.
1: Well, it's not. It's not. It's I doubt not something used to. Sorry. I doubt something used to tranquilize horses as part of a procedure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't
0: didn't they used to, the French used to use that if they were going to chop your leg off or something? It was like an anaesthetic or something. Or was that even, it's
1: what you, they use? It's what they used yeah, it to tranquilize it. yeah. It's what they used to put horses to sleep. But oh, apparently, I, on humans, it's it's. Wonderful fun. So well, the, the, before they
2: got
0: the fo- they got the footage of him in the toilet. Was he was he hung like a horse or is that why he would be
1: taken? No, 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 no. That they, No, apparently he left the Lawn Hotel and was trying to hitch a ride to Mooney Valley and he he wanted to run. <laughs> so he wanted to run. Ru- no, No, no any anyway, anyway. but but what is not questionable, but what is interesting and I guess He's lucky, I guess. Is the unusual or the ex- the fortunate relationship between Seven and Collingwood?
2: Now you're of course, you're saying the Browns? Is this the Brown relationship? Yeah, you're talking yeah, about? yeah, yeah.
1: Because Tom Brown did the story.
2: Yep.
1: Um, and his dad's the president know, of Collingwood. And yeah, so look, they didn't bury it. They certainly didn't bury the story, but they. Buried the footage. Well, look, it doesn't really matter. You don't need the footage. Apparently, the footage the was ready. pretty
2: ordinary. From what I've I read, it. it was very grainy, and he isn't actually. It's and it's taken above you can't. You don't actually
1: see his face. Yeah. So I mean, the, the kid's been set up. But um, it was after their training camp. They had a day off. But it's just ridiculous. Somebody, you know, you go to a pub with mates and you're doing drugs in the toilet. Um. Certainly got four weeks. Stupidity, if nothing else, yeah, but correct. We'll move on, he'll move on, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, just get it, just goes to show how far my staff has fallen. I've been trying to get footage of me doing drugs in a cubicle on Channel <laughs> 7
2: for months
0: and months, and now they want me to pay them 300 bucks <laughs> to run it. It's
2: like, geez, wiz. Yeah. Goodness me. But what yeah. I mean. Uh, that,
1: that could be a lead story. What, Mannix? Rockstar, you know, 80s rockstar caught not doing drugs.
0: <laughs> <Earth>.
1: <laughs> and, and this, this you try to cover your face and then doing this sort of <laughs> admission, to, admission to camera that you couldn't afford them or you, you know.
0: <laughs> the times expensive. are tough. Yeah. COVID's killed me. I just couldn't afford the coke anymore. Yeah, uh,
2: I've fallen on hard times. I come to the toilet now, and I actually go to the toilet.
1: I'm not yeah, even stoned. Or, <laughs> yeah. or, or '80s rock star caught snorting white powder, then in brackets icing sugar yeah. in yeah. A, in an attempt to keep up with mates. Actually, oh, I've man. got I've
0: got some white powder here, and my friend gave it to me, but it's all like amino acids and vegetables and shit, but it looks like cocaine. And I have snorted it once or twice. Gives you a little bit of a booster at five minutes, but it's you know, but it looks like you're doing it's like, not a- it. looks like I've got it everything in it is healthy for you. So oh, you, know, okay. you have a you have a line of this shit and you you're actually getting healthy.
2: Good God. <laughs> um, it's not ground-up uh, anti-inflammatories. That's apparently uh, also something that uh, you uh, – former footballers have a tendency to have little packets of that. Really? Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, well. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, it, it just – you're right, funny Stupidity is his major crime in, in all that, uh, apart from anything else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <sighs>
0: Anyway. Although you wouldn't really expect somebody to stick their camera over the cubicle and film you.
1: That's the, no. I'd go that, from under. I'd go from under. Yeah, I would have thought. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd have thought underneath far more less less. Um, you know, less OHS issues with the falling off. You know, you well underneath. You just arm goes underneath the thing, cubicle. Uh, you
1: upskirting. But but it's funny in the interview he did. Yeah. He did uh, he did sort of complain and say it was not on that you can't go into a toilet without being filmed. And it's like, well, that's true. That's true. But I don't think you're in a position to complain. <laughs> you know, it's like.
0: Yeah, but what know. a small, what a short memory you have finding. Because I remember just about two months ago, they had footage of him taking a shit in a cubicle <laughs> on Channel 7. And, um, you know, this has been. An ongoing theme for his life about being filmed is I've seen him shit at least three times. Yeah. And now, okay, this time, fortunately, he wasn't having a shit. But, um, you know, I think the guy's got reason to complain because he just does have it. As soon as he gets in a cubicle, everybody wants to film him.
2: So, does every so they- footballer who goes into a toilet now, the expectation is if you're a well known AFL footballer or even probably NRL footballer, the minute you walk into a toilet uh, in a public place, someone's going to be filming it from somewhere because the well, you, expectation is you're not going in there to do anything else but drugs. Well, you'd hope yeah,
1: so. Well, that's why right you go into the disabled toilet. Yeah, well,
2: doesn't anybody root uh, anymore in toilets? Doesn't people just go in yeah, and, and have sex the, with each other? What's what, wrong with people now? That's what the disabled toilet's for. Oh, don't yeah. say that, Brian. You, that's, you've, got, you've got
0: the handle to Brian, you know, really brace yourself, and you go to the unisex toilets, there's all these uni students having sex. It's you know, it's out of control. Oh, is
2: that what that means? I wonder what that.
0: Yeah, was. yeah. Uni students having sex in here.
1: And, yes. and I, I mean, I've had that same problem. Oh, which one? Well, I, I, I took when we had our third kid, or no, the second kid. Hmm. He was a pretty ugly baby. Oh, Jesus. And I took it into the baby fans' rooms and no one wanted to swap with me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Good God. All right. Well, we've solved the problems of the Australian cricket team and the Collingwood Football Club. Uh, Yeah. Any other sporting uh, stories of any great uh, resemblance you want to uh, delve into? The Tiger Woods incident uh, interest either of you? Who
0: did Tiger root this time,
2: Kev? No, no one. Oh, that's a problem. Mm. What happened? No, he handed his playing partner, Justin Thomas, the uh, fellow uh, PGA Tour golfing professional, after they hit off on a particular hole. I can't remember which hole it was. But uh, Tiger actually outdrove Justin on on the particular hole. So as they were walking up the fairway, Tiger handed a tampon to Justin.
0: Because he is a...
2: Playing like a girl. S-
0: oh. oh, I thought it might be because you are stuck up.
2: No, 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 no. Playing, okay. playing like all a girl. Right. It's, it's the kind of hijinks, apparently, that the tour professionals on the PGA Tour go on with all the time, according to Tiger.
0: Wow. There you go. Any wonder he
2: got divorced. <clears throat> well, uh, yes.
1: It's, it, it's now so being referred to as... Tampon gate, of course. <laughs> oh, it is. I saw it. Oh, really? Oh. I saw a headline, tampon gate. Oh, good God. Um, and, I thought, and I thought to myself, you know what I thought to myself when I read tampon gate? No. Gates. I gates. I thought, all right, that's only open a couple of days a month, so that it's locked up normally. But my thoughts immediately turned, of course, to. No. No. You know what I'm gonna say? It, do
2: yeah, you? I do, I do, go
1: on. Well, I thought I thought it was an article about Yoko's pussy.
2: Now- See <laughs> See? I'm sorry, there were people waving jets in at telemarine a telemarine at slower marching than that one was coming in finally. <laughs> 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 oh, anyhow, God.
1: anyhow, look. But I must say this. I've had a bit of feedback reading Yoko's pussy. Oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs>
1: bit of blowback. Yeah, I mean, you know, there has been there has been uh, there, there has been a certain amount of negative reaction to it. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh. John Lennon feel.
1: People are saying. People are saying, you know, enough's enough. Too much, too much. There's too much of it on the program.
0: Right. Oh, okay. Okay. But all right. All
1: right. And. And um, yeah, so, so you
0: just did bring it up. I know I brought it up earlier. But
2: Can I just bring something else up? up now? Which is actually uh, today, the day that we're recording this particular podcast, is Yoko Ono's yeah. ninetieth birthday.
1: And amazingly, her pussy is only thirty three. Oh, now, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I said, that, I thought,
2: "Why are you just giving more ammunition, you dickhead?" Anyway. <laughs>
1: And it's had work done.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. oh, okay.
0: Speaking speaking in Japanese just quickly, what is it? There's this joint here, um, it's a sushi joint, mm. and, and it's called hero sushi. But my daughter was up here and she says, Is this joint called Hello sushi? <laughs> I, said, well, I said, No, it's hero sushi. Mm. Oh, I thought it was hello. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Right, uh, let's uh, have a
2: look at this uh, South Australian chart from SAFM in uh, in beautiful downtown Adelaide, uh, the number one station at the time. Uh, it's April twenty eighth, 1988, and the number 10 song is I Don't Mind It All by Bourgeois Tag. Number nine, Wonderful Life by Black, which I know you've mentioned before in this program, Fonny. Number eight, underneath the radar, by Underworld. Seven, she's like the wind, by Patrick Swayze. Six, get out of my dreams, by Billy Ocean. Five, I found someone share. Four, the Stutter Rap, by Morris Minor and the Majors. Three, Breakaway, by Big Peak. Two, sign your name, by Terence Trent D'Arby. And number one, Boys will be boys, by the Choir Boys, who also have the number one album on this chart with Big Bad Noise.
0: Well done, record company.
2: Yeah, good work. Nah. Good work. No, good, boys.
0: Good, al- good album, good films.
2: A lot, of Aussie, uh, a lot of Aussie tracks in this Adelaide chart. Really interesting. Uh, my perception was that South Australian radio always played a lot of Aussie stuff and always yes. broke a lot of Aussie stuff and supported a lot of Aussie artists really well. And yet, funnily, in the latest Life of Brian um, podcast, which is up and about now with Mick Peeling uh, from Stars that we talked to, he, uh, he tells yep. us in that podcast that um, in the early days of stars, South Australian radio wouldn't touch them and didn't touch them until they went to Melbourne and started to get airplane in Melbourne and started to get record sales in Melbourne with Quick on the Draw, and Adelaide radio then started to play them, which was, came as a bloody South, surprise to me.
0: South Australia Adelaide, I've always felt, and South Australia are going to hate me for this, but I've always felt that they have an inferiority complex. Like they... Want to be competitive. They're like a little brother with Victoria, you know, kick a vic and all that shit. And, you know, they don't value their own as much as they value, like, you know, when the X-Men went over, we didn't even know, oh, we'd had a record deal. No, I don't think we did have a record deal. But we went over because we were from Melbourne. It's so, like, oh, it's a fucking Melbourne band. Okay. Oh, Really? Jeez. Yeah, but maybe that's because we're a rarity. You know, we, you know, we've only got this weekend to see them. So, but I always felt that. They held Melbourne bands in higher regard than what they did their own.
2: What a pity, because they produced some bloody, absolutely fantastic sh- bands.
0: Well, what do you got? The Angels, um, Chisel.
2: Yep.
1: Zoot um,
2: came out of stars. there. Twilights came out of there. Yeah.
1: Well, all the all the all the ten pound palms that you know. Most of them, yeah, did actually. Yep. Yeah. A lot came so, out of Sydney.
2: The Easy Beats and and John English yeah. and those came out of Sydney, but Shorick. Um, and and all you know, all that all that crew, they all came out of South Australia.
0: Yep. Well, actually, they had red no gum? reason to have an inferiority. Well, let's not talk about red <laughs> gum. <Charlie.
2: laughs> I knew you'd, I knew you'd go with that one.
0: Uh, you know, I'm going to have to put on roll it on Robbie after this. <laughs> Remember when Age came out and John Schumann had left? They put on. A, they wrote a song about wearing a condom called Roll It On Robbie. Oh my God, the Wiggles had more integrity.
2: I I like the Wiggles. The Wiggles. Oh, I like the Wiggles. Yeah. Actually, had the, we had the Red Wiggle on one of our podcasts last week on our radio show as well. Oh, wait. Katarina, oh we. Oh, had the Katarina manager Berminta. on it. Oh, very good.
0: Yeah. No, good on the Wiggles team? Good.
2: They got two lots of Wiggles now.
0: There's two. I of think they've got it. I think they are an Asian Wiggles, didn't they franchise the whole thing?
2: Oh, I'm not sure. well, they might have. But there's there's like two lots. There's two blue, two red, two yellow, two of everything now. Oh.
1: Yeah. No, I heard
0: that, that they had like an no, I think it's one black wiggles,
1: <laughs> pink, one green, fifteen reds. <laughs> it's not snooker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and these days you've got to have a transgender wiggle, so we got that one too. I
2: don't think they have got one of those, but anyway. All you right. Know, give it
0: time. Give it time.
2: Let's get to the uh, your thoughts on the uh, on the chart. Oh no, should I haven't done the Death Um Oh yes. hang on. You ready, Brian? What am I doing?
0: Now it's time for dun dun dun, dun. The, the death del- lies
2: Should have the dragnet theme, I reckon. You know that dum dum dum. Just... I just summed that. Yeah, I know, but that's what I mean. It's the dragnet theme. It would work really well.
1: Oh, okay, thank
2: you. Okay, couldn't be
1: That could be all right. Maybe or a bit next of, um, week.
2: A bit of deadly nightshade. Remember the deadly nightshade music. No. Oh, yeah, there was Deadly Nightshade music that used to play on the telly. Now, uh, passing away this week in no particular order, Richard Belzer, that uh, name ring of – Oh,
1: he was good. Yeah, he, he was, was John
2: Munts in, in yeah. Law and Order. Law and Order. Oh, I liked him. 78 he was, um, and this is uh, the story I read today. Please pardon my French, but this is apparently he went out in a blaze of glory, his final words in in the world – and everyone who knows his character from Law and Order was used a cantankerous kind of, you know, uh, know it all. And his final three words to the world were, F- "You motherfuckers." <laughs> That's great. It was a very uh, successful um, stand-up comedian as well as yeah? being a very no, good, good actor. Yeah, no, he was—he uh, was quite a talented man, good. Richard Belzer. Oh, did. Like Stella Stevens passed away at the age of eighty-four. The former screen goddess.
0: Very attractive. Oh yeah, yeah. She was a bit of. She was a bit of all right. Yeah, she day. was
2: in those kind of uh, movies. So I'm trying to think of the blonde bloke. So Donahue. What was his name? Troy Donahue. I think she was in those beachy movies with him. Troy, she, she did Wasn't
1: some good Troy story. Donahue a character on The Simpsons? <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> no, it's not Troy. It's, who am I yeah. thinking of?
2: Tab
1: to Tab Hunter.
2: No, oh, what's his name? Donahue.
1: Wasn't bro. there an actor Tab Hunter?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Absolutely. I knew a he few. I do a few blogs who were TAB
2: hunters. <laughs> yes. Uh, Raquel Welch passed away at the age of 82, one of the oh, yes. most beautiful, gorgeous, uh, absolutely stunning women of all time. Who yes. made
0: such classic movies like Fantastic Voyage. Uh, 30,000 BC. BC. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bedazzled she, yeah, with Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. She wasn't really a very good actress. No, no, she wasn't.
1: Oh, she, but she, she looked it. great. She was a stunner.
2: Absolutely, yeah, she was. Absolutely, yep. and. and uh,
1: Sophia Loren only recently passed away. Yeah, so in
2: the in the oh, space in the space of, back, Brian. of Well, in the space of a couple of months, Gina Lollobrigida, Sophia Loren, and Raquel Walsh have all passed away. Apparently, if I
1: if, 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 if I was if I was get a food taster. Yeah,
2: absolutely, because yeah. she'd be the Bridget have been in her nineties now.
1: Apparently, Marilyn Monroe and Audrey
0: Hepburn aren't well either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks very much, Brian. And uh, in the Australian music scene, Hans Paulson passed away at the age of seventy-seven. I still Like Hans Paulson, he was uh, regular on uptight and uh, and happening seventy back in that time, and he wrote a lot of song. He had a couple of hits himself, "Boom Shalala Low," and a couple of other ones. And he wrote, I think he wrote uh, one of Zoot's big hits, "Monty and Me," and he wrote a couple of things for Farnham. Uh, the early sort of late sixties, early seventies Farnham stuff. Um, South Australia. Uh, I'm not sure to be hundred percent honest, but I think you think you might be right.
0: I reckon he's. A, I've got a feeling he's a South Australian. Yeah, so yeah me too. Another,
2: but he always come on. There's uh, another one for you, South Australia. Yeah. Up, he'd always come on uptight and um, and uh, and happening seventy and and look like the hippie who just come off the you know the Nimbum farm, and uh, it was just he was. A really, and a very engaging performer. So sad to see him pass at the age of seventy-seven. Yeah. All right, the chart. Let's get to the chart, yeah. boys. Oh, S- shit slim, shit. Slim Pickens in this one, I reckon. Oh, oh there's a few shit. good ones. Yeah, a few good ones. Oh, I've no, good one. I've exclusively made my good ones Australian. Yep. Because I think they are the uh, the outstanding sort of half a dozen songs on the chart. Yep. And, uh, yeah, the bad ones, well, by Jesus, they are some bad ones. All right, fine. E. what have we got
1: at three? All right, let's go with the bad one. Yes. Now, I've got to say, I, I can't remember ever hearing this song.
2: Okay.
1: I, I've never which means either the following. I've got selective memory loss.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Early onset dementia. Well, I'm just lucky that I never actually f-ing heard it. <laughs> now, you,
2: you know what? You can have all three of those, yeah, and still be eligible yes. to do this
1: podcast. Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah, well, let's good
1: look Brian. Um, so, who is this? So, this song has something in it that I've never ever heard in a song before. It just shows how. F-ing- Quickly it was put together, how lazily it was made and how disgusting it is that anybody ever f***ing made a scent out of it. Yeah. So it's obviously cashing in on the popularity of the TV series ALF. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's called Stuck on Earth by ALF. And what they do is they play a generic, what would now be considered almost a piss-take backbeat rap beat to it, you know, now it would just be, you'd hear that, you'd think, all oh, right, this is just a joke, you know, somebody, <laughs> somebody parodying and anyhow. Yeah. There's a bit of singing in the chorus. Well, it's just Alf or whoever voices Alf just saying a few things. But most of the song, I think, are just um, sound bites from the program. Yep. And the embarrassing thing about it is nobody fucking bothered to crop the laugh track.
2: Yeah, it's oh, no, I've very, never heard, very sloppy. I've,
1: I've never heard a laugh track from a TV show in a song.
2: No, I can't like remember it. Just, no,
1: it's a good point. It's, just, it's it's like it was somebody got, like, a present for Christmas K-Tel music editor <laughs> and didn't know how to use it very well. It's, it's a, it's, it's you know, I mean, it's a, it's a parody song or a comedy song or whatever. Well, there's been a million of those, but. I don't think there's ever been one as sh- shabbily made as this one.
2: Oh, no, I did. it's not even, even the lines they they're not funny.
1: Correct. It's just like they watched one episode and just quickly, quickly, we need a song. Yeah. What time is it? What time is it? Four o'clock? I told them I'd have one by 4.30. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, it's a really sloppy, really sloppy bit of work. I, I don't remember the song at all. And I, I did what you did. I had a look at it today and went, oh, really? Um, certainly didn't <laughs> play like- it. And I didn't mind the show. The show was, you know, funny for what
1: it was. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like whenever you had homework due and you forgot about it, and you're yeah, trying to do yeah, it on the, on the yeah. tram, on, on the bus on the way to school. Like, you know. Well,
2: this sounds do like you? as he was editing, his best mate was punching him in the, in the shoulder all the time and making him miss the edit points.
1: Yeah, quick, quick. We've got 20 minutes to make a song. But, yeah. of course... That was enough for South Australia to ram... Yeah,
2: I'm not things. sure that... I don't remember ever, ever, ever seeing it on a Melbourne chart.
1: Correct. Well, then again, serial killing was big in South Australia, so should we be surprised? <laughs>
0: uh, and let's not forget about the animals at the zoo that got raped.
1: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Thank they you. got a history. Thank that, you. Hey, Thank you, David hey, Attenborough. My God,
0: he in you. South Australia. Oh, I'm sure the monkeys were involved. You know, <laughs> even if they weren't invited, they'd invite themselves. They're animals, those things.
1: <laughs> you see the monkeys desperately banging on the amphibian display. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, you, you
0: know. Too. Now Mickey Dolan's never behaved like this. No, That's different monkeys. I've never once seen Davy Jones or Mike Nesmith with a frog hanging off their eight days. No. So right.
1: well done. So num- number three goods. Number three, good. Yep. You're right. There are a few songs that we've done before, so I've left them out. Um, I definitely like Wonderful Life. Yep. I've mentioned that before. I think we've all mentioned Underneath the Radar. Yes. As not being a bad song. Yeah, good song. I'm going to put in a song that easily could be in either of your bad list, mm. but I'm just taking it for what it is, Right. I'm not saying I love this song, but actually, I actually quite—I really like this, the 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 title and the sentiment of this song. And it's "When Will I Be Famous" by Bros. Now, oh. now it's not a great song. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I I don't know if they were. I think it sort of sums up. I can I, I can see it's it, honest. Yeah, I can see it being in a lot of movies. It's just a. It's a pop song of the time that I would have hated at the time, but I now look back at it. When will I will I be? You know, I, I don't I don't hate it. I mean, look, I listened to Boys by Sabrina, and <laughs> <laughs> and I've got to tell you this: it's not in my good list or my bad list, but in the history of film clips, it's ranked number one for half nipples.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're just waiting for it to fall out. Same as you did with um
1: I mean anybody uh, that can remember that song starts boys 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 anybody that can remember any other words is is you know lost well, the nipple the nipple is got lying in the way because went, because for the rest of the song you are just looking at two half nipples. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it was a bit like "The Bushka by Kate Bush. You know, she came out with the shells as thing, and it always looked like the one on the left. I think was going to fall off, and he just kept watching and watching and hoping that it would fall off and you'd see a boob. I'm
1: well, going to say I that. I'm going to say I, I learnt fractions from that too <laughs> quick. <laughs> a half plus a quarter <laughs> divided by two equals a sure, nipple. Yeah, I'm sure it got to one eventually, but. Anyhow, so a special exit for
2: Sabrina. Yes, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. All right, Brian, what do you got? Well, for good,
0: I'll go uh, for the number one song. I'll go for uh, the Choir Boys, Boys Will Be Boys. Pretty good lyric. It's rocking. Um, you know, it sounds like Australia. Yeah, it, so, does, it Yeah, it's got that pub rock mentality to it. It's tough. You know, it fits right in with, you know. Rose Tattoo and previous bands that had gone before them. So, yeah, no, that's that's a pretty good song. Now, Bad, now this one, I don't know. They're called The Christians. And, yep. Um, yeah. Now, as a Christian, you're supposed to treat others as you'd like to be treated yourself, to love your fellow man. Well, I don't know. They've got the message wrong by putting this one out, but um, – it's it's pretty shit out, but I will acknowledge that the the guy singing
2: Gary Christian, the main
0: singing, well he's terrific. It's just a shit song.
1: What do you mean terrific? He um, sounds like he needs a butter menthol.
0: I kind of like that though. So I've got that loud whispering Black Al Green sort of vibe going. Yeah, yeah, sort of. Yeah, no.
1: So, anyway, so Black Al yeah, Green. What color was Al Green? <laughs> Too well, close. I always
0: I I always assumed
2: he was
1: green. <laughs> uh, black. So, so just on the Chris, on the Christians, <laughs> black yellow, green? You know they, <laughs> was the, they, they were called the they call the they the Christians because they were three brothers with the surname Christians. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh, I thought it, sound, it was because the backing sound sounded like they were getting attacked by lions.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I I thought when I first because I don't remember that song at all. To be honest, no, no you shouldn't. Uh, well, well, I didn't, nor, nor the other three or four hit. They were massive in England. Apparently, they were Island Records. They were Island Records' biggest ever debut act, and Island Records had some pretty big acts on their label over the years. Um, yeah, and they were they, they were they were very big in uh, in England at this sort of this juncture of 1988. <clears throat> but I couldn't remember them at all. But yeah, I agree with you, Brian. It's a very ordinary song.
1: Very ordinary. The most ordinary ever written. Uh, well, I expect I no, expect no, more no, from, from <laughs> I
0: expect more from Christians, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, well.
0: Uh you know, if, you look, if you look
2: at sorry, just but yeah. if
0: you look at um monkey and frog by the Muslims down at number thirty-six, a much <laughs> better song.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, right. yeah, fair enough. Uh Stuck on Earth gets a Guernsey for me too, finally, but I'm also going to add in the other rap song in this uh, and and couple it up with Stuck on Earth, and that's the uh, the stutter rap by um Morris Minor and the Majors.
1: What? <laughs> uh, yeah, Stutter. There is, one, there is one funny thing in it, in that song. Yeah, gone. In the chorus, when they go, We've been rapping since we were only 13. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, and then, the you know, the rapping is my bread and butter, uh, but it is difficult because I. Yeah. <laughs> s- uh, yes, yeah. so I've, I've I've coupled those two up as a as a pair because I think they deserve it. Though Alf is much worse than Morris Minor and the Majors, who actually were trying to be funny and and did actually elicit a bit of giggling at the very least. Um, and I too, like boys will be boys, but I'll leave that one out, Brian. I'm going to go with um, our mates uh, in excess. I like Devil Inside. Always, yeah. always liked Devil Inside. Always thought it was a pretty good song. One of those yeah. moody kind of commercial not ones Not their best, Texas did. No. no, not their best, but not not but, bad. But 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 pretty good. Yeah. yeah no, I, I agree.
0: And you know, it <laughs> sort of alludes to sex and shit then. And, you know, that's kind of what
2: And you that want was to when my, and that's chicks. when Michael was at his best when he was doing that stuff.
0: Yeah, when he's like, you know, when he's calling chicks on through his vocals, it was yeah, kind of cool, you know, yeah. like um yeah, yeah.
2: I've ne- I've never uh, seen women um uh react uh, the way they did when he walked in a room. He he just had it. He just walked in a room and everyone, all the women in the room just went,
1: oh, it was like gone. You, you've,
0: you've never been to a bar with Finey?
1: <laughs> Thank you.
2: <laughs> Same deal. Well, Same well thing happens. not a bar where females are in, no. Um, anyway,
1: <laughs> number two, Sorry? Mr Fine. If men if men swoon when I walk in a bar, look, they're only human. <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
0: Fair enough. It's, it's the frogs that you want to get, though. Oh,
2: shut
1: up,
0: <laughs> So I can't let it go, can I? No. So. I'm like the monkey. Um, I can't let it, the frog go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, my number two good. Yep. Well, I've just been gazumped. But when you do a radio show for 12 years, 10, 10 years as evening host or whatever, whatever it was. Yeah, and your theme song is "Devil Inside." Yeah,
2: it was uh, too. I didn't even. put that. Uh, how stupid am I? Um, pretty You know,
1: I, I, I got I got a few SMSs from <laughs> from Christians who were quite offended that they said they love the program, they love me, but why am I promoting the devil with my, with my theme music? Oh, and I said, "Don't they well, know how demonic you actually are." I said, "That's because I'm a Satanist and <laughs> f you all." No, I was always, I was always politically correct, and I said, "Look, I'll, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, if I can, I'll change it to Marilyn Manson's <laughs> personal Jesus." Yeah, yeah.
2: with uh, with some Linda Love. Uh, what's it What was her name? Linda Blair. a um, little bits yeah. in it. Yeah,
1: you know, your mother, your mother. Uh. Yeah, would you like me to? Would you like me to do? I'm I'm your own personal Jesus as my music. <laughs> oh God, how, how would that go down in the Bible Belt? Yeah. And yeah, but so Devil Inside has a place in my heart. I, I should the,
2: have remembered that. I completely
1: forgot it. Yeah, that, and not a bad song. Yeah. So yeah. Now my number two bad. All right. I was not her target audience. And I accept that she did very well, you know, little girl from Neighbours, whatever, yeah. took on the world. Uh, she couldn't really dance, and but somehow very, very successful, Kylie. But that doesn't mean that I did not get, have not had recurring migraines. In fact, that song, I Should Be So Lucky, I think is a plant by Big Pharma, by the pharmaceutical companies, because they would have sold a hell of a lot of fucking on the back <laughs> of that song. Oh, God, that I hate that song. It is annoying. I mean, I should be so lucky, 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 lucky. And the worst is when you're, you're, you've are you just come out of the casino or a TAB and you've lost and you hear that song, you know, when the only luck you've got bad luck. Yeah
2: off <laughs> yeah no that was a very 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 annoying song I have to agree
0: I don't mind it Oh,
2: you not you yeah you're taking the piss now
0: no I'm not actually um it's
2: is it in your you list know,
0: a, as you said before fine. it's the sort of song you could use in plenty of movies um you know it's a happy pop song it's stock A and, and you know they know what they're doing it's' Um, but, you know, what, as we were talking before about, you know, inferiority complexes, well, you know, Kylie was the luckiest girl in the world because, you know, she got success in England. So therefore all of Australia said, oh, well, you know, like stars, you know, they, South Australia wouldn't play it but when they made it in Melbourne. Oh, yeah, we're playing it. And we we're a bit like that with Kylie. She worked in England and she worked in Europe. So, oh, f***, you know. Yeah, Kyrie's great,
1: yeah. Yeah, correct.
0: You know, if if she hadn't had overseas success, she would have been dead and buried, you know, two years after she started. But uh, who would have
1: been, you know, she would have been Tiffany.
0: Yeah, exactly (laughs) right. And I think Tiffany was living in Sunbury last time I checked. But anyway – yeah, so there you go. That's a little bit of seriousness. Now, now, back to the monkeys and the frogs, of course.
2: Righto. Number two, uh,
0: Brian. Okay, number two. Well, this has surprised me. This guy was on our Deathalyzer just the other week, and I was talking about Rykuda and Get Rhythm, and what I found in this chart is that everything's so busy. You know, like uh, my number one is just – I'll get to that – but. Um, and, and Cooder is just, there's just too much shit going on in the song and it takes away from the lyrics. And to test that, Johnny Cash did a version of it as well. And much, much better because the words mean something. But is just, he might have had 72 tracks to record on and he's decided he's going to use them all. But uh, Get Rhythm by Cooder. I'm, I'm sorry, Ry, but I think he's just, and you got some sort of reggae beating or something. I don't know. It's a mess. Sorry, Ron.
2: Okay. That's your number two bad. Oh, okay. My number two
0: good mm-hmm. is our mate Steve Kilby, The Church, Milky Way. I don't think it's their best song, but it's the second best song I can
2: find on this chart.
0: So Milky Way by The Church for me.
2: Righto. That sounds uh, fair to me. Uh, I'm just checking something, Brian? Um, yes. Did Did you say Ry Kuda was on our Death Eliza? Oh, no, it
0: was Jeff Beck on our Death Eliza. No,
2: that's a, I was thinking that's no, who you were thinking no. of, but then I thought, no, hang on. I don't remember saying Ry Kuda's dead because he's 75 and he's about to celebrate his 76th birthday in about two weeks if he gets there. You haven't killed
0: well, him. Well, like Ry Kuda, you would know, was You always- were thinking
1: about his brother, Bazzard. Baracuda. No,
0: Raikuda was always Jeff Begg's pseudonym when he wanted to do something else. No, right. S- same as, you know, Bert Bacharach when he wrote Oh, Girl from Ipanema from last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he changed his you name. Know, a couple of to people, said to, me,
2: couple of people <laughs> said to me that uh, the Bacharach, uh, in, it wasn't mentioned in the Bacharach will, but they were quickly running around seeing if they could get the royalties for the girl from Ipanema. <laughs> You're, good a, you're in a roll. You're in a roll, Maddox. You're killing people yeah. off, and now you have they are writing songs <laughs> they didn't write anyway. Um, <laughs> my
0: Brian told me uh, the yes. inaccurate one.
2: Oh God, my number two uh, bad. Uh, look, I've, it's the number two song on this chart. I just—I never warmed to this bloke. Really, I don't know why in excess picked him to be uh, to sing with him at one stage. I never quite got what Terence Trent D'Arby had to offer. I, it never kind of, I don't know, it never actually um, gelled with me. I heard, I heard some of the songs. I went, yeah, okay, but nothing ever to the point of the kind of adulation that he that he got around the place. I never quite got it. So sign your name by Terence Trent D'Arby. Is my number two. Uh, bad it's kind of dinner music that you'd talk over with your girlfriend yeah it's not it's not terribly um, it's not like shut up everybody I've got to hear this no,
0: it's not, not that
1: at all
2: but you can be a, you can be a quiet song and still you know i was listening to some <laughs> stuff today and and uh, completely grab your attention because it's you know really really good but this is kind of like it is it's the absolute background music elevator music yeah. almost well done, Terence. Um, my number two. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with you with number two with the the church under the Milky Way because I've got one more song that I reckon's better than that one on on this chart. So that's, as I said, I'm all Aussies. Um, so
0: oh, I reckon you and me might have the same number one.
2: Yeah, I think we might. Wouldn't be at all surprised. But let's find out what finey has got at number one because I've got to make sure I read the right ones here because. At, the t- at his number three on either side could be good or bad, but on the good side, fine, he's got When Will I Be Famous by Broz and Devil Inside. On the bad side, he's got Stuck on Earth by Elf and I Should Be So Lucky by Kylie. So what's number one?
1: Okay, so number one, first of all, I love the song. Secondly, I really love the artist. And third of all, fantastic film clip. So Sabrina's number starring, one. Starring, starring. Starring yes, one of my favorite, completely my favorite actors. Oh, here we go, and it's a great film clip. I love the song "Get Rhythm." I love Rykuta. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm I, love, see. I love Harry Dean Stanton, who Rykuta would have obviously built a relationship with up four years earlier in Paris, Texas. Yep. Yeah, it was a good movie and you put all of that together, and they completely f***ed that song. They ruined. (laughs) I I don't know what they were f***ing thinking. First of all, Rikuda, what's he doing? Why is there singing in a Rikuda track? Pick up your f***ing steel guitar and tell everybody (laughs) to shut up. There's no singing to be done in a Rikuda song. You know, the music from Paris, Texas is haunting. It's not singing. And Southern Comfort's really
0: good too, with the um, National Reserve, bit like Deliverance. You seen that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the, yeah. That's Frank to again with all that swampy slide. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah, what well, Get Rhythm is a great song when sung by Johnny Cash. Yes, you know, it's about a little blue boy, and he's you know he doesn't have a care in the world, and ask him why Get Rhythm. When you get the blues, come on, get rhythm. Yeah, good song. Good song. What have they done to it? <laughs> what in my? It's such a good film clip because it's like Harry Dean Stanton just goes up and announces the band, and there's a the response is one person clapping and a chicken clucking,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's a really impressive looking band. The band looks fantastic. So there's twelve people in the bar, but ten of them are on stage. Yeah, but they, yeah. they completely muddled that song. They ruined it. There you go. So yep. kudos to you, Brian.
0: Overcomplicated the shit out of it.
1: Yeah, like you said. Well, what, what? There's a. I think I think you you hit the nail on the head. There's as much a spot for reggae in that as there is. <laughs> As there is for sweeping the ball on an Indian pitch. There you go. <laughs> there you or go. grabbing a frog when you have a horny monkey. It's just not on.
2: Exactly. know. What's
1: your number one good then? Well, i got double gazumped because <laughs> I really like Under the Milky Way. Oh, okay. The there so you there go. you go.
2: There you go. So we're all sort of um, singing from the same prayer book.
1: What do you got, Brian, at
2: number one and uh, number I don't,
1: I don't think anybody's going to have when, I will be, when I'll be famous in their good list, but anyway,
2: No, uh, I don't think you'll be up there. I think Brian and I might have the same number one,
0: though. Um, well, it's an Australian classic, isn't it? And, um, you know, I was surprised that it got into the top 40 again because I think the first time they did it was um, – well, I think it was on their very first album before Face to Face.
2: Yeah, I think it was.
0: Uh and it was a bit more dun, 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 dun. and then they then Marco Bits, our mate Marco Bits, got him to re-record it after listening to uh to, uh you know Julian Graham Parker. Graham Parker. Graham Parker. She said, "Right, Punk's got sophisticated." And, and then did, 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 and then obviously when they no way get Stuffed,
2: Yep, that one. Came in.
0: Yep. Yeah, so Am I Ever Going to See Your Face Again is clearly the number one for me.
2: And me. And if you have a look, the album chart, number eight in the album chart is Live Line by the Angels, so it's obviously uh, to do with um, the resurgence yeah. of it through that.
1: But I do, like, I do like that in the South Australian chart, it's got Am I Ever Going to See Your Face Again and then in parenthesis afterwards, No Way Get caught f- Off. And I think... <laughs> I think they only they only recognised that in South Australia. I think.
0: <laughs> well, would they? Because they would have had that in the, if it's a live recording. Would they have played that on radio? Kevin just blipped it out, or just not played and let it chart?
2: I'm not sure what they would have done then. Now I think they just let it go, but I, I'm not sure. what they, Back then, back then there was no way known you'd get the f bomb uh, was was on the radio. Absolutely no way. Yeah. I, I'm assuming they would have. That they would have beeped it, or they would have edited it. And I can't see how you can edit it, so you would have had to have beeped it, or they would have played yeah. the unbeep version after ten o'clock at night. Oh, okay. It probably, well, it probably only would have been played after seven o'clock at night anyway. Um, so I'm assuming that after ten you play it unbeep before ten. If you had it in a countdown or something, you'd probably be beeping it. Right. So, you so, you, so
1: it you're up. allowed to. So you're allowed to. Have f- on the radio after ten. Well,
2: I don't know that you're you, that you're not allowed to have it on at seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, it depends. It are depends you, if people complain.
1: Are you
0: allowed to have a f- after ten on the radio, Kev? Uh,
1: it will be bloody uncomfortable. uncomfortable. It'd be pretty small. Well, well I saw you be do a, it
0: in an episode.
1: <laughs> no comment. it small to do it on the on the radio. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he had a root with the chick on the in the radio and the mic was on. And you know, he said, Oh, you're a dirty girl. Everyone <laughs> to know who dirty girl was. Anyway, who was who that? It. Uh, Frasier, you know, um, Kelsey Grammer, yep, the TV Yeah, TV show. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a DJ and he, you know, he's a yeah, psychologist Yeah, and, oh, yeah yep. and,
2: um, there was a bit of that he, went on in the day, I can tell you.
0: Yeah, did he go to where though, Kev?
2: Um, has been known to. Um, <laughs> How good is that? Has been known to. There's also been people who, in the early days of people having landlines into their houses, forgetting that there was a landline into their house and having a bit of, um, you know, a bit of action going on without realising that their microphones were on and that it was beaming back into the, um, not, uh-huh. not on air live, but certainly back into the radio station.
0: Isn't that great news for our yeah. listeners? Yeah, that's terrific. You
2: Working from home. What's your number one bad?
0: That's um, look. It's it's Mel and Kim. Um, that's the way it is, and it's for the same reason I didn't like Rykuta's one. It's at this point of music, you've got these keyboard players just taking charge of everything, and they're using. Um, keyboards is a percussive thing. So it's like a sequence. So you plug in, you know, you know, and then it'll go and they're gonna let you sort of shit going. But there's so much shit going on in this song, and the vocals are just like an afterthought, and it's just it's just so busy, and it's all about the production with no song. It's like a movie that you know, they spent two hundred million doing special effects, but they spent two hundred bucks on the script. Yeah. You know, it's always gotta start with a decent song and this is not it sounds like they wrote it in the studio. The producer just go, Oh yeah, we'll put that in, we'll put this in, we'll put that in. And the song sucks. Yeah. It's 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 clearly the worst in my mind.
2: A producer's song, not a not the talent's song.
0: No, the talents just treated the singers are treated like, Yeah, you sing this and you know They're not bringing anything to the table other than doing yep. their job.
2: Sing those two lines and then you can go home and we'll make the record while you're, while you're out getting hair done.
0: Exactly right, yeah, and that's what it sounds like and the producer didn't have the taste to just pull some of the shit that he's got in there out of it. Dreadful, yep. dreadful, dreadful, thumbs down from me.
2: Angels, am I ever going to see your face again? My number one good, my number one bad. I'm going to put baby in the corner over there in the number one bad corner. And Patrick Swayze, she's like the wind.
1: I thought
0: it was called he likes her wind.
2: No, no. She's like the wind. It's from Dirty Dancing and uh, and a lot of people love it. I never liked it. I don't reckon I've ever seen the film from Go To Woe. I reckon I've seen bits of it, but I've never actually watched the film from Go To Woe, and that probably would annoy a lot of people saying, but I just – that song, sorry. No,
0: no, 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 no. The girl in the movie had a big nose.
2: Jennifer. And Jennifer Grey.
0: Yes. Yeah, and then after that movie, she got her nose fixed. Did she?
1: She, had, <laughs> she was in yeah. Ferris
0: Buell's day off. Yeah, she was too. Was she, yeah. she had a big nose there in that one? Because once she got her nose fixed,
2: nobody hired it. Hmm. Well, you know, Barbara Streisand is always the, everyone's always been fixated by Barbara Streisand's nose, and it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's 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 what your face looks like. Oh, the people who get all this work done. My God, have you seen? Seen those photos on the internet of Madonna? Now, oh, puffy puffy face. My God, puffy face. She looks like she looks like something out of uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. She looks like a Chinese spy balloon. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she does. No one no. should shoot her down. She does. No, it's just it's all the amount of Botox and work that's been done. The stretching and oh god, the, the it's fillers, like, the fillers.
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, mate, I I agree. You only need to look at Yoko's pussy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Happy ninetieth birthday, Yoko. I've, 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 I did read some reports where she's not well at the moment, but I don't know whether that's true or just... It's,
0: not, it's nothing to do with her pussy.
2: No, don't, 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 don't.
1: Look, she's only 33 no, today. I'm muting
2: you. I'm muting you. You're right. you know, you're being muted. Uh, uh, and I'm saying farewell to you, Mannix. And uh, well, and finally to you as well. Good evening.
1: She well. had a lovely... She, <laughs> she had a lovely ring.
0: Right, well, on next, w- on ne- next week for Britney's Crack, which we'll be talking about in depth next week. <laughs> no, we <won't. laughs> because no, when people complain about Yoko's pussy, you've got to take it on board. Oh, okay, yeah. So, no, we don't right. offend people, so no more Yoko's pussy. Britney's crack instead.
2: Okay, look forward to that Great. when we uh, when we speak again. You too. Good night. God bless. Take care. <laughs> now piss oh. off. <laughs> the Here comes a frog. <laughs> All right. I'm Go sad. away. Go away. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye, boys.
1: You've just experienced rock and roll. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook.